Hey guys, it's Tia, and guess what? We're here with Emily. You know, yes, the Don. Okay, so how you feeling today? I'm feeling good. The yeah. weather is like amazing. Like, yes. I'm really, I'm, I don't know, I, I'm feeling real good. Yeah, it's getting warmer. You look good. Thank I love this you. shirt too. You know, Fendi prints on. Yes, I love it. Okay, he came prepared <laughs> for Tia Talk. See, you know, setting the standard. Yeah, I had to. I have to set it off for my girl. Yes. Okay. So, I want you to just tell me briefly, like, what you do. Yeah. What do you do? Okay. So, for me, what I do, I, I work in fashion. Okay. So, my nine to five job, I work for a suit company. Oh, okay. So, um, I do that through Monday through Friday, um, mm -hmm. doing wardrobe consulting for them. Um, I make commission style, you know, put suits together, do custom made stuff like that. Um, that's my nine to five. That's not my passion though. My passion is styling. Okay. Um, skincare. Yes. You know, influencing. Just being that motherfucking bitch. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's it. You know, just making my presence known and you know whatever i do like i conquer so, yes okay yeah I, I dabble in a lot of things yes and so have you done a podcast before no this is my first first time really yeah i thought i saw you on a podcast before no this oh, is my first like, the first official yeah okay so i'm gonna answer some questions for yes. somebody but like you know i've never been like officially like on a set or anything like that so okay yeah. well welcome thank I'm you for having me yes of course okay so you said you like to like you you like to style and that's like what you're passionate about right mm -hmm. okay so this, so the basically you prefer working behind the scenes as opposed to being in front of the camera because it seemed like your instagram you give like a model vibe too i mean yeah i definitely i i model i i've done only fans mm -hmm. i've definitely been in front of the camera a lot yeah but i think my passion lies in like behind the scenes stuff. behind like, the scenes I like yeah, I like getting, I like seeing the the process of like something come to life. Okay. You know, instead of like being like, you do this, you do that. This is how I want you. Right. You know, I like to see like you know things grow and, um, yeah. I mean, being in front of the camera so much, you know. Yeah. People know me from that side of right. like things. It's nice to like you know step back and like you know do my own thing and like be in secret okay i feel like that's very important privacy like, yeah emphasis on privacy hell yes yes okay i hell like yes. that okay like, privacy matters okay all right so does it also matter with like the people like the people's close people the people that you're close with mm -hmm. like do you do you like post any like significant others and things like that? Like how much privacy do you have in your life? Being um, that like you are like a influencer. I guess I don't have no privacy. <laughs> I guess I mean for me, like the private moments of my life yeah. is like 
waking up with my hair a mess looking crazy. Okay. And, like, you know, cherishing those moments where I can sit in the bed and feel comfortable with just, like, my being. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the privacy that matters to me. With When it comes to friends and, like, relationships and stuff like that, I'm very, like, I'm a tourist. Okay. So, like, we love, like, out loud. Mm-hmm. And whoever I'm with, like, you know, I do like to showcase love. I do like to showcase friendships. Um, but when it comes to like, you know, the very, very intimate things about myself, right. I'm very private with. Okay. I love that. All right. So with like your styling and what you're doing, I want to know like, and you work in the city as, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've probably been in contact with like celebrities and of yeah, that nature. Sure. So do you have somebody like a favorite celebrity? Um, <clears throat> my favorite celebrity I would say the, I don't think I have a favorite. I think everyone has their own vibe, especially right. when I, I used to work for Dover Street Market. So um, when I worked at Dover Street, um, you, seeing a celebrity was like just, it you used to see it every day. So mm-hmm. it just became to like to a point where it was just normal. So I, I, it wasn't like I had someone as a favorite. Of course, I idolized certain celebrities. Like, I remember seeing, like, Katy Perry for the first time. Right. And I'm like, girl, like, I used to go crazy for your songs, yes. like, you know, back in the day. And I'm like, wow, like, just seeing the whole, like, full circle moment of, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was really cool. But I guess I would say, like, a favorite celebrity I've worked with or I've seen... Um, I guess it would be Offset. Okay. Offset is someone who comes to Dover Street. When I was there, he he comes all the time. You know, we do consignments for him and everything. And I don't know, just seeing how, like, how people are portrayed through social media and through television and then seeing them in, like, the everyday life. Like, I remember I asked to take a photo with him and he was just like, yeah, like, what's up? Like, let's, Mm -hmm. let's do it. And I was just like... Oh, wow. I was like, okay, like, people are really, like, down to earth. They're chill. Yeah. Um, And I feel like if you have that type of vibe with yourself, like, people are going to, like, reciprocate that back to you. Um, So, for me, I'm very chill. I'm laid back, you know. I do like to have fun. I, I turn up, but my energy is very chill. So, I feel like I get a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I would say I worked with Solange one time. Okay. Solange came into Dover Street Market, you know, not very like i thought she was a stylist she came in with a hoodie like some shorts and i was like who is this girl and my manager at the time was like you know can you work with this um this artist you know she's looking for some pieces or whatever and i'm like okay and i'm like oh well like who's the celebrity like what's Mm -hmm. the name of the person and they're like well this is solange and i was like oh what wow like what (laughs) and me being able to like she's asking for sizes and you know, I don't know, just that whole environment, like, it just was so exciting. Yeah. So, for someone who's so, like, influential and, like, I don't know, Solange is one of my favorite, like, artists and just, like, her vibe and, like, the person she is, I, I relate to. So, I think she has been my favorite person I literally, like, work hands-on with. Okay. Yeah. And did you ever have, like, a negative experience working with someone in the industry like that? Um... That you want to speak on. (laughs) (laughs) I would say negatively. I've worked with a lot of like, I don't know. I I work with some people where it's, 
you know, things become a little bit more sexualized. Oh. And meeting certain people and having an expectation where, like, you know, I come in, like, I, I want to work. Right. I want to meet people. I want to either style or I want to, like, assist or, like, just be in the room. Like, I just want to be in the room to, okay. like, you know, see what's going on behind the scenes. And I like to soak in information. And I don't know. I feel like people take people who are hungry to, like, be in the industry or people who are hungry to, like, make it. People feed on that and people try to, like, take bits and pieces out of you to, like, I don't know, to feel feel them. Right. And I've noticed that with some people I've worked with where, like, I found myself in situations where I'm, like, the next bitch wouldn't have to be doing this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, put myself on a line or make myself feel like I have to be in an uncomfortable situation to get something done. Right. Um, so yeah, I've been in a situation where I feel like I was doing the most to please someone and it didn't have to be like that. Mm. I didn't have to like put myself on a line or like, I don't know, not exploit, but like just do the most to make someone else feel comfortable. Right. And I'm like, no, like, I feel like if you want me as a talent, if you want me and my, you know, what I bring to the table, you're going to want that regardless of like what I look like with my clothes off. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know, it just gets, it's, it's gotten old. And I, I know people who, you know, that works for them. Yeah. But for me, I, I don't know. I don't want to go about it that way. I want to go about things differently. Right. Okay. So I've, I've reached a lot of situations like that. And I mean, I'm not going to say no names, right. but I don't know. I just feel like, like the industry. Men, a lot of men or yeah, women. Yeah, a, a lot of men who, okay. you know. I've either wanted to style or I wanted to do photo shoots for. Well, not for, but I want to do photo shoots right. with or something like just creatively. I just want to collab with people. Yeah. And I found a lot of people who were like, okay, well, if you want to do this, we're going to have to like. Yeah. And it'd be subliminal. Like, it'd be like, I'd be catching things like. Like an exchange. Yes. And everything yeah. doesn't have to like, I shouldn't have to give. I mean, of course you have to give to get something, yeah. but I shouldn't have to give like my body right to feel like i need to be in a room with someone so that's true that that's kind of upsetting that you know that 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 happened to you yeah it is upsetting yeah it's, it's, it's weird because it's like it's not that serious like let people let people showcase their talents from the outside like you know before having to like you know go through that whole process of like I don't know, the whole sexual thing. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like to be sexualized. Right. Um, so, speaking of being sexualized, do you um, still make or create content for OnlyFans? Um, not really. And why? And I, I didn't want to publicly say this because I feel like my fans who do have me still are going to be like, okay, we're going to Yeah. <laughs> But I haven't made, like, a video for um, OnlyFans in a long time. It's been probably, like, over a year now. Um, and how did you get involved with OnlyFans? Oh, girl. It was the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. I was like, okay, unemployment isn't hitting. For, like, I'm hearing all these stories of, like, people having unemployment. Yeah. Uh-uh. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not getting unemployment yet. So yeah. I need to figure out, like, you know, what is it, like, I'm about to do for money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, OnlyFans just started to, like, really become popular, popular, especially for, like, the gay scene. Okay. It became popular. I started seeing people who were like, well, if you're doing that, I, I can do that, too. Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, okay, well, let me try it. And it, it became like, I remember it was 2019 and I was like, I made my password. I, I signed up. I did the whole verification thing. Yeah. And it became like, okay, well, like, you got to post a video. And I was just like going back and forth with myself. Like, okay, am I really going to do this? Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, here we go. I posted my first video. You know, I didn't really do much. Um, but once I started like working with certain people in the industry and in the game, you know, my face, my name started to get out there. And then like, I started seeing the money pour in and I was yeah. just like, okay, like this is like, girl, imagine making unemployment plus, you know, the side money plus yeah. whatever else. There's I was money like, everywhere. it's just money falling out of the <laughs> sky. So, like, I was wow. like, okay, like, you know, this is this is a good a good thing. I, I had to accept, you know, what was gonna come with it. Yeah. You know, me putting my body on the internet and for me to like be able to take that like, you know, backlash for people to like, you know, judge me or say whatever. Yeah. I had to accept that and you know, I ran with it and you know, I didn't let that define who mm-hmm. I was as a person, but you know, yeah. I started then and I kinda wild wind down from it but you know it's still there the link is still there yeah you, so, people can still subscribe <laughs> you can still sign up oh okay but it ain't nothing new yeah you know so you're gonna so basically you're saying you're gonna close that chapter i think it's closed already yeah, it's already closed uh, um yeah i think it's closed i had my whole hot boy era okay. um yeah it was it was a fun time cheers to Cheers to that, because it, yeah. it was a really fun time. Um, I really felt like I was living my, like, city girl, city boy life. But, I don't know, I just I just see more for myself. I see me doing, like, other things. And, I don't know, I just feel like that industry, people tie that to you forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you could, you know, do porn for a certain amount of time. And then, girl, you could become the president of the United States the next year. And people are still going to tie for president. <laughs> people are still going to tie that to you, no matter what right. you do. And I'm like, you know, I have to change my own narrative, yeah. and I have to allow people to view me how I view me. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a little time, I did that. You know, it was cute, but now it's it's, it's, it's elevation time. Yes, it's okay. A, it's a new it's a new season. Yes. So I've actually got the chance to like see what like a lot of like different events and you doing like different hosting. So yes. do you enjoy that work? Mm. Like do you like the I love hosting? hosting. I love 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 hosting. Okay. I would say it was very very tiring because I don't know why like I don't know how I portray myself on social media but people I guess don't think I work a job. Oh. Like people don't think I get up at like nine o'clock in the morning to go to work. Right. I guess people, you know, think I just You're a sugar sugar um, <laughs> a sugar kid. Sugar Sugar baby dad. Sugar baby, yeah. Like I don't know and Maybe it gives that, but, like, I, at the same time, like, I grow up from a place where, like, if you want it, you got to get it yourself. Yeah. I'm not waiting for nobody else to give me nothing. Okay. So, I've always, like, been on that grind where, like, I need to work. I need a job. I need to, you know, make ends meet. Yeah. And my first job, I was, like, 14 years old working oh, wow. for my uncle. So, I don't know. I've always had that mindset of, like, working hard to, like, get what I want. Now, all that other side money, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I, it's a blessing. It's, it's really a blessing because, you know, I do believe pretty privilege is real. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like I manifest a lot of things in my life. 
Um, but yeah, like I, I had to work hard to like get right. to where I wanted to be. And even though like people view me as like I get things easy or like people always ask me like, well, what do you what do you do? What do you do? And I, okay. I don't post a lot at work because like right. when I'm at work, my mind is on work. Focus. When people see me out, they see the whole fun influencer, fashion, sex, whatever it is you see. That's yeah. what you see when I'm out. But that's not who you me. Yeah, you know, it's just a it's, part, it's of, a part of me. But yeah. it's not me. And people like to label like Malik. That's that. That's him. Like okay. you know, I love the hosting thing. But like, baby, don't get it confused. I get up in the morning every day. Yeah, to you, like you have a job. Yeah, yeah, you make your own money. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and, and then side money. yeah, and the side <laughs> money. So speaking of another side hustle, I've actually seen you in like music videos too. Yeah, I did, I did seven um seven deeps um video, which was like so fun. Yeah, um that was an amazing experience because that was the first time anyone has ever asked me to do something like that. And yeah, I was all for it. I love like I don't know. I'm I'm a creative. I love supporting other creators right. and. Whatever I can do to make a vision come to life, mm-hmm. like, I love to participate. So, like, that was a very fun experience, I would say. Yeah. So, do you, I feel like, part of me feels like I could see you, like, doing, like, acting, too. Girl! Yeah. I literally just signed up to, like... Like, a backstage? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I don't want to do backstage. Okay. I feel like that's a good way to, you know, ease into, like, the industry and, like, you know, ease into things, but, like... Yeah. I'm taking classes to where like I need to be oh, a lead role. Okay, so you're you're jumping in. Yeah, like I want to jump full force. Okay, wow. Um, so yeah. when's the first class? Um, my first class is in a couple weeks. Right now, um, I'm just solidifying exactly like, you know, because there's a lot of stuff you have to prepare for. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have your monologues. You have to like. I'm also taking vocal lessons too. Oh wow. Because with with acting, like for me, I want to be a like a 360 like mm-hmm. i want you to be able to put me in anything and i'll be able to succeed okay and no shade to the people who you know jump into things and like they're not completely ready but like i want to be like ready ready so i i if you need me to sing you need me to do this you need me to like i want to be able to do it all right so i'm like taking vocal lessons and everything like that because like i do want to do parts to where like you know if i need to sing or like whatever like i don't know i just see myself doing a lot okay and yeah. Yeah. So are, are there any shows right now that are like on streaming networks or TV that you would want to be on? Like if we're manifesting right now. Oh, um, so for me, I love watching like, I love watching like the hood, like, mm-hmm. you know, the BMF stuff. Oh, the okay. Power, stars, you know, 50 Cent Universe. The, yeah. Like, <laughs> Okay. What would your role be? Like <laughs> the cousin, the distant <laughs> uncle that just pops up. I literally want to be like a drug dealer's boyfriend. Oh. Like okay. how um for uh um, Power Book. Yeah, on Power Book, like um one of the characters, like he's very much like Mm-hmm. doing the business but yeah. like you know he has this like love interest and yeah. you know doing his thing so you want to be the love um, interest the next one yeah because he killed the, i don't he killed the last one i don't know if you saw that he cut his last he killed the last one which in the was, shower honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't have i wouldn't have killed him i would i would have been mad but i no that's intense he killed his dad you know yeah 
But your dad killed a lot of people too. That is true. You know, it's it's like when you when you sign up to be in that business, like you gotta you gotta take things for what it is. Okay. And oh, you have yeah. experience. Um, you've dated a few of them, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I really i I don't like her niggas. Oh, at you all. don't? No. What but is I your love type? The, I love the fantasy though. The fantasy. I love the fantasy. Like to be a trap queen. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to count the money in the back. Like, okay. What is your type though? Um, I would say my type is very. I don't know. My type is me. I like. I like a masculine look, but I love I love a, someone who can embrace femininity. Okay. And for me, I grew up with a mom. Like, she was a single mom, you know, who was very instilling of, like, you are a black man. You are a black man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but, like, I don't see no other black men. I just see my mom every day. Yeah. So it's like I was taking things from, like, you know, what she was telling me, but I'm also taking things of, like, what I see. And, like... When my mom went shopping, like, I went shopping with her. Okay. So, like, I'm in the shoe stores. I'm in Victoria's Secret. Like, you know, because I couldn't just be at home. Like, so I'm, I'm with my mom everywhere she goes. And, like, I see, like, you know, what she was trying to instill. But I'm like, girl, like. Yeah. I'm, I'm bra shopping with you. Like, I'm going to take the things I see and soak it in. And, you know, I don't know. For me, like, I'm someone who definitely embraces, like, I love masculinity. I feel like that's a very strong Mm-hmm. It's a very strong thing. So, so tell me, um, if you feel like you had to like learn like the masculine characteristics outside of the home, like who were like those people that like instilled that in you? Uh, just growing up, like I mean, yeah. I'm from Philly, and you know, growing up, like I'm from West Philadelphia, and growing up, like you had to. Like, if you had any type of feminine trait, like, and this is for any, like, anywhere you, like, any hood. Mm-hmm. If you had any feminine trait, like, it was very much, you're a F word, you're gay, you're this, you're that. And for me to, like, grow up and hear that, like, and not even really understand it. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what gay was until I literally got to high school. Okay. I did not know what gay meant. I did not know what it was, what it entailed. But, you know, growing up and people were like, oh, you're gay. And I'm like well, what am I doing? Like, what is it that, like, what do you see that I don't see? You were just being yourself. I was just literally being myself. And people would, like, tag me as, like, you know, especially because I always look different. Like, I look mixed. You know, I grew up with a whole bunch of, like, you know, very, like, black, black, you know, featured Mm -hmm. people. And I don't know. It was just very hard. People, like, never really understood me or where I was coming from. So I had to, like, really, like, that masculine side grew up like in middle school, high school, where I had to like fight to like oh, wow. be understood. I had to fight to like for people to take you seriously. You had to be someone to fuck up for mm-hmm. you to be understood. Like, so how many not... fights did you get into? Oh, from fourth grade to eighth grade, I fought every single day. Of... What? Yeah, every single day. Oh my god! I only been suspended once. Okay, you got away with it. Yeah, because I mean, I always was being attacked. Yeah. So it's like, what are you punishing me for? But like, it was a point where like, oh, it was so crazy. Like, I would wake up, I would have dreams of like me like knowing the next day like I was gonna fight someone because of like the interaction we had. Like, someone looked at me a certain way. And I'm like, oh, we're gonna fight tomorrow. What? Or someone like would do something. And I'm like, oh, he wants to fight me. Let me get ready. Let me get prepared. Because I know this week something's going to happen. 
literally every day from fourth grade to eighth grade till I graduated, I like I was mixing in the street. Wow. And that just grew my character. Okay, so for this next question, do you feel like today, like the person that you are now, do you feel like you're still fighting? Oh, that's a deep question. That's a good one. Um, I feel like now I'm not fighting other people. I'm fighting like myself. Okay. Um, because growing up, I had to prove to myself like, you belong. You need to be accepted. You are okay. Like nothing's wrong with you. You're not different. Like, you know, people growing people liked me. Like mm-hmm. I had a lot of girlfriends. I was very always popular. It was just, like, guys who would just, like, I don't know, be insecure or whatever. Like, they just would not like me. Um, So I, for a long time, thought that, like, something was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, you know, they came with a lot of insecurities. It came with a lot of, like, you know, you know, me doubting myself. Right. Um, so I think after, you know... Growing out of that, going to high school, really understanding, okay, like, who I am, um, I started to realize, like, okay, like, this is the path I'm going on, and this is, like, what I see for myself. This is who I am. I'm accepting it, but now I need to, like, stop doubting myself and really live in the truth that I, like, that I see. Mm-hmm. And that took a long time. I mean, I, I feel like I'm still fighting to this day to, like, really understand, like, you know, I, I know who I am, but, like, really, like, accepting it and really, like, being unapologetic for, like, right. where I come from and, like, where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like both worlds, it's very hard to, like, mesh them. Because, like, I grew up very, like, it was hard. Yeah. And now being here, we're, like, I mean, I'm not going to say life is easy because, like, I mean, I still have to hustle, but it's not, like, how it was when I was, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, blending them two, like, them two selves together and understanding, like, okay, this is, like, what makes me me. I think I'm still, like, fighting with that to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember a few times I got the chance to, like, scroll through, like, your Instagram stories and, like, you you wrote and like voice like these feelings Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's why i wanted to ask you that yeah yeah i I definitely i feel like um yeah it's it's every day it's a new struggle every day is a new thing i'm facing Mm -hmm. um i'm i'm just i would say i'm just grateful to be here i'm grateful to be like you know doing the things that i'm doing that i love creatively Um, but yeah, it's, it, I feel like a, a lot of people struggle with like just understanding with who like they are as people Yeah. and really like, I don't know, like you can understand who, who you are as a person, but like really digging deep to like, why am I this way? Mm-hmm. Why do I th- do things like this type of way and other people do things another way? Like, yeah. and it all comes with us just like growing up, like being as a child, like I've noticed a lot of things, even my mom has told me like, you know, you do things differently. And I'm like, what do you mean? And it's like, just growing up, I, I've seen how like I, how other people like, you know, dealt with situations. And I'm like, I don't want to, do things that way yeah. i want to do things differently i want to do things like how i you know i there's people i, I went to middle school with the, who are like in jail and dead yeah that's insane that middle is, school that is 
I don't. I didn't want to live a path like that. Yeah. You know, growing up, I, I went to. I'm from West Philly, but I went to school in North Philly. Mm-hmm. North Philly is like the trenches, like you know, oh, wow. McMills, all of that. Like that's that area. And I don't know. I just wanted to do things differently for myself. So. Mm-hmm. And you are. Yeah. Okay, so I want you to talk about like your support system. So now, like you're an adult, right? Uh huh. And you're out here living New York, hustling, working hard, making moves and stuff. Um, so how how were you able to like find like your tribe and like your support system in New York? Mm. I feel like it was very it was very hard for me to like find the the support system. Um, I thank God a lot for ballroom because mm-hmm. I did participate in ballroom for a significant time of like my life. And that definitely showed me the, you know, the goods and the bads of being in like this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like through there, that's where I found like really who I I don't know, like, who I was, like, who I was, like, supposed to hang around. Right. Even through the good and the bad. Like, I've met a lot of people who, like, have done me crazy. Mm. Like, in real life, like, on site, like, we will be fighting. Like, do me crazy. And I'm like, I thank God for those moments because I've taken them and I've grown to, like, you know, see people for who they are and just, like, you know, deal with it. But first moving here, like, I was so scared. Like, I think I was, um... You came by yourself. Yeah, I came by myself at 21. Wow. I was, yeah, I was 20. I just turned, like, 21. I am I turned 21 in April. Mm-hmm. I moved here, like, June, July-ish. And, yeah, I came here with $500. What? A new job. I was like, yo, like, I'm starting this new job. They wanted me to come out here. Um... And I was just like, yo, I have to make this happen. I came out here with $500, and I was like, yo, I'm going to make this stretch. I don't know how I made $500 stretch for, a, like, a month and a half, but I did. And, you know, meeting people and just, like, I don't know, like, I feel like real recognize real in New York. Like, mm-hmm. and so when true. people see, like, you know, you on your shit, you hustling, you know, you doing what you got to do, like, people connect to that. Yeah. And I was able to find the people who, like, can support me and, like, you know, relate to me through that in the struggles. And definitely Ballroom has helped with that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So now are you still, like, connected to the Ballroom scene? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't participate. I don't really go as much as I did back in the day. But um, when I was a part of it, like... I was that outside. Like, I was outside. Wow. You know, traveling from Philly to New York late night, going to balls, Vogue nights, stuff like that. And then, like, having to drive back to Philly, like, two hours at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning to, like, go to work the next day. Like, it's, like, insane shit. Like, it was like, you know, why are you doing that? But it was just so fun. fun. It was just so fun to where it's like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to be Mm -hmm. in these spaces. Um, so yeah, like I was doing that and I don't know, like I, I saw a lot of good in it. I met a lot of great people. I feel like I grew into the person who I wanted to be, but mm-hmm. once that mark hit and I started seeing the flip side of things, right? I was, you know, I'm going to take the good for what it is. I'm a bounce and I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Right. So 
you know, I, I have I still have love for a lot of, you know, people in ballroom and I support it. I think it's a, a wonderful art. I think people take advantage of it though. Mm-hmm. Um, people exploit it. People use us for our gifts and then they throw us to the side. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, you know, it's it's an amazing community. I, I don't I, I can't throw shade on it, but you know, there is a there's a lot of darkness and you have to just know where you, like what you believe you have to just know where you lie in things. Right. And when your time is good, when you're, you know, you feel like you reached your peak where you got everything you need to get out of the situation, let's go. Yeah. Do something do something else. Mm-hmm. So I wanna ask you, um, if you feel comfortable yeah. talking about an incident that happened to you. I think it was at um what was that? That club in Manhattan. Or like you something happened to you, you were attacked. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh yes. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah, if yeah. you could talk about, like, what happened. Oh, my God. Why so, it happened. Uh, that was such a weird situation because, for me, when I go outside with people, I'm very, like, I'm, I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I go out with a lot of females, a lot of girls. So, it's like, I'm the... I don't want to say anyone's protector because I feel like everyone can protect themselves. Right. I'm very for like females who feel as though like I don't need no one to protect me. I'm good. Yeah. I hang around a lot of people like that. So we went to this club, pianos. Yes, pianos. Um, and you know I'm out with like um my trans girls, and I love the trans community. Like mm-hmm. I embrace the trans community. I feel like it's just such a beautiful thing. And I love my girls. Right. So I'm, I'm out with my girls and, you know, there's some guy who's just making, like, my group of girls feel uncomfortable. And I feel as though as the only man in the room with my friends, like, I have to be the voice of, like, hey, like, these people feel uncomfortable. Like, can you back up? Like, you know, you're flirting. You're trying to dance. They're saying no. Excuse me. They're saying no, and, you know, he just wasn't taking in that information. So it became, like, an incident in the club to where, like, we're going back and forth. And, like, I'm not a very, like, back and forth person. Mm. I can I can definitely, like, if we're going for words, I can definitely go for words. But, like, when I'm drinking, I feel like then it's, like, I have to go to another level. Like, if you're not hearing me... Right you're not being receptive of what I'm saying, then we have to take it to another notch. So it gets to the point where, we're like, it's almost getting physical and they're trying to kick me out of the club. And I'm like, why are y'all kicking me out where this is... First of all, I'm with a group of bad girls. Like, bad bitches. Right. You're kicking me out of the club always. because... <laughs> always. Always with some baddies. You're, like, kicking me out of the club because... This guy is saying, I guess he had some type of affiliation with the club or whatever. He was a bouncer. Or he worked there. I don't know. He right. had some type of affiliation. So they were showing favoritism. And they were, like, telling me that I had to leave. And I was like, no, how dare you? So this dude literally waited for me to, like, leave the club. And at this point, like, and I've learned, like, when you get in, after that situation, mm-hmm. I learned. When you get into some beef or someone says something to you, like, you get some type of scuffle, like, 
you need to always be aware of your surroundings. Okay. And I feel like that night was the night where I wasn't aware of like my surroundings. I let like I let the situation slide. I was like, okay, well he's gone. We're having a good time. We continue to drink, do shots, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. And he caught me slipping. Mm. He caught me slipping. He literally waited outside for me. And I just felt like that was some broke weirdo shit. Like, you waited for me outside. Like, you don't got nothing else to do. So, at the time, I was with my ex or whatever. And we're outside. And this dude, like, literally walks up to me. Like, and I'm just like, is this the same guy from inside? And he was like, he said something. I just, next thing you know, he just clocked me. What? Clocked me, and I just, like, I fell, and, like, the back of my jaw, like, cracked. Like, he broke cracked. my... Yeah, like, he broke my tooth in the, uh on my right side. And, mind you, I'm still waiting for the medical bills to be paid. Oh, gosh. But he, uh yeah, he hit me, and I fell, and I ended up cracking my tooth. And it was just, like, I've never been, like, I've never been in a situation like that ever. Right. Because I don't... When I fight, like, I'm never in a position where like i'm intoxicated like i've never fought drunk Mm -hmm. so like i mean to me that looks stupid like i'd rather like girl wait till like i'm like i'm on like i'm on my like you know (laughs) i'm on my ones and twos like you call me like when i'm like slipping and yeah that situation happened it was like it was honestly like i wouldn't say traumatic but it just was like fucked up because i had to go to the er you know i had head injuries Mm -hmm. And because I fell on concrete, so like I literally fell on this side to where I hit my head and my tooth cracked. Wow. Um, and yeah, it was just a lot, but like I don't know. I just got a call the other week that he just got sentenced um, for that, you know, incident or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I press charges. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't let shit slot like that. Um, so yeah, I pressed charges and, you know, we had to go through, mind you, this happened a year ago. Yeah, so I'm like, they, wow. This, <laughs> this happened a year ago and they called time. me literally, like, um, a couple weeks ago and they were like, yeah, we just, like, you know, he got sentenced or whatever, he pled guilty to, like, you know, the situation. So now he's facing, like, eight years off of some bullshit. Like, what? Off of some bullshit. Eight years. Because you just don't know how to, like, I don't understand why people don't know how to, like, hold their anger. Yeah. Or, like, when people say no, just except no right just accept that so okay so from that incident did that like deter you from going to like other uh like venues that are like predominantly known to be like straight or oh not at all because like i don't i let's be no i walk in anywhere and i'm good right like i've never like people don't call me out but like i don't i don't face the like the traumas of like you know being called gay in public and all of that. Like, I don't face, like, I guess because of my image doesn't give that. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, for the people who do, like, it's it's very hard. And I feel like that gave me a wake-up call. Like, yo, like, there's people out here who are really, like, homophobic. Yeah. And I never really had an incident like that before. But for my first time, I was like, this is crazy. Like, I, I was very confused. Mm. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. We, we, we make it the next day. I wasn't... It didn't deter me from going anywhere else. I was mad that my fucking mouth was swollen. Yeah. I was like, damn. Mm, okay. So, I want to know, since, like, you're... All of, like, the people that you hang mostly around are, like, trans women. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, what do you love most about, 
the trans community? I love the fact that you can wake up and, well, just like, I just love people who are accepting of themselves. Because for me, it took me a long time to accept. Like I said before, growing up, I didn't know what gay was. I wasn't Mm -hmm. exposed to any of that. I went to, I was so grateful to go to a performing arts high school um, growing up. And seeing just like, you know, in the performing arts community, like it's broad, like it's everything. You see lesbian, gay, trans, like it's just so much. And it opened my eyes to a lot. And I was like, wow, like this is like, this is what being creative feels like. You know, you can be whoever you are whoever mm-hmm. you want to be whoever you feel like in the inside regardless of people see you on the outside whatever you feel it is like you can create it and i i just love the trans community so much because like you know to go through like gender dysmorphia and like feel like you're in a body that's not really your true body i think that that that's that's hard mm-hmm. and to like take the steps to be and live the true self that you want to be um I commend it, and, you know, like I said, I'm around bad bitches. Yeah. So for you to, you know, transition and, you know, be the person you want to be, take the necessary steps to be the healthy version you want to be. Right. And, you know, you know, just take that time to, like, you know, put that, put that work in. Mm-hmm. I really, I commend that, and... I don't know. I just love. I just love beauty. I love beautiful people. I feel like the whole community. Like it's just a beautiful thing to see. Right. So do you um do you plan on like, or have you ever done any like cosmetic surgeries? Oh no. The most I, <laughs> the most I've done is like Botox and fillers. Okay. But yeah, nothing nothing major. Okay. And yeah. you don't plan on. Um, I wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, just like I, I'm just curious. <laughs> um, I definitely wanna um do the Bella Hadid fate. Uh, oh, the, the, the fox eye. Yeah, I wanna do the fox eye. Oh. Um, I wish there was like a trial run where they can be like, you know, let's just do a little bit to see how it's gonna come yeah. out. Because I don't wanna like jump into something and like regret it. Right. So I think there is um there is kind of like a trial like so I've seen like the face tape. Yeah. So, have you ever tried that? Mm-mm. Well, yeah, you should try and see, like, if you would okay. like the way it would look when your eyes are, like, pulled Because I think it looks sickening. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, like, I need that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, other than that, I mean, of course, like, a little lipo don't hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do that for sure. And I don't know. At a point in time, I did want to do my nose. But I was just like, no, like, that's too much. Right. I don't. I don't want to. I would do it. I just don't like the healing process. Right. So, yeah. Okay. We're gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Well, I don't think you should do your nose. I feel yeah, like you I have like, an I amazing really face. Need it. <laughs> I was like, I don't really need it, and I feel like fillers could do what they need to do for now. Yeah. Um, and plus, I feel like that's a surgery where like you can't come back from that. Like mm-hmm. once you once you do it, it's it's done. Yeah. And, you know, like, doing fillers and Botox, like, that's always something that, like, you know, you can play around with. But, like, bitch, cracking my shit open and, like, mm-hmm. constructing something completely, like, that's... Different. Yeah, it's different. So, I was like, I'm going to hold off. Yeah. But I did think about it for a little bit. Okay. All right. So, tell me about, like, the skincare, too. Yeah. So, you said you're, like, you're really interested in, like, 
doing skincare. So what what does your skincare routine look like? So for me, I definitely like I use my own product, Skin Jewels. <laughs> um, I started that again um, during the pandemic time. I was like. I was just like, I was just ready to start anything that was going to make me money mm-hmm. while I was asleep. And I started it, and it was just honestly like a test run. Okay. I was like, let me just start this to see, like, you know, who would support it? Who would just, like, flock to it or, like, you know, see the vision that I saw? Because I'm so, 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 so scared of failure. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm scared of failing. Like, that's, like... Have you failed, though, since you've been in New York? Like, just anything? Yeah. Um, no. A failure or, like, a loss, a major loss? Honestly, no. Wow. I haven't. That's really crazy. Now, to think about it, like, I haven't lost or, like, applied for something and didn't get it mm-hmm. I've always and I thank God because like I feel like I manifest things in my life so we're like I'll be like how the hell right did I get this did I get here <laughs> like how but I just feel like the energy that you give you're going to get back um but for me some reason like I'm just so afraid of failure so I was like let me just do this for play and see like who will flock to it and you know during the time like I was doing like you know um moisturizing videos i was doing like i started this um lip cleanser that like lightened your lips because like i'm a smoker like i smoke a lot oh wow so i was like at a certain time like my lips were getting like dark Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is not cute right so i started this like um cleanser like i would put on my lips a moisturizer that i would allow like after time like it would lighten my lips and it really helped Mm -hmm. and i was like yo this is crazy like after like a week i seen the difference and I was, like, promoting that for a little bit. And people were just like, yo, like, we're ready. Like, we're ready. Oh, wow. And I was just like, ah, I'm not ready yet, though. Like, <laughs> I'm not ready to, like, mass produce things. I'm not ready to, like, I don't know. And that's a default of myself because, like, I have the products. I yeah. have, you know, the the resources to, like, put things out. But, like, again, I started that in 2019. It's now 2023. And people are still waiting <laughs> stuff. Right. And I'm like, uh... Do you want to jump into it? I do. But it's so hard for me to space, like, my time to yeah. everything. Like, I'm like, yo, I want to style. I want to do fashion. I want to... It's yeah. just so much. Different and, lanes. like, it's so many different lanes that I want to do. And I'm like, how do I equally distribute my time yeah. throughout everything for it to feel complete for me? Because yeah. I can't do anything where I'm going to put half-assed energy and then once it fails, I'm like, well, that's why. Because yeah. you wasn't putting your full self into it. Maybe get, like, a mentor or somebody that I feel like I need a you. team. Yeah, a team. I need a team of motherfuckers who are going to yes. set me up. I got the products. I need a marketing. Like, I need the whole the yeah. whole shabam. Um, Because, like, for me to think about everything all at once, like, I don't know. It's overwhelming. I, it's so overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. Like, okay, like, now I got to print out labels. I got to, like, <laughs> I gotta like shit things out. Like, I'm like, whoa, this is a lot. It is a lot. Um, but, yeah, like, the journey, like, I'm, I'm very much into skincare. I love taking care of myself. I mm-hmm. love the idea of, like, self-care. 
growing up, especially from the hood, where it's like you don't have time to think about, you know, what products I'm going to put in my hair or like what skin routine I'm going to do today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you got to get up, you got to go, you got to make the money to right. live the next day. So for me, having that like fast paced life growing up, now taking the time to where like oh my god like let me relax let me go to a spa yeah let me get a massage mm-hmm. self-care rub these knuckles <laughs> like all of that like that matters a lot to me so i was like let me do something let me start a business to where you know it's it's a reflection of like self-care self you know i feel like for black people like we don't have that like time to really think about like those things mm-hmm. like it's such like on, on to the next go. on to the next on the go on the yeah. go like and i want for us as a people to be able to be like no i need to do a face mask tonight i'm not going out i need to like yeah maybe hydrate. i'll do that tonight yeah like do a face me, mask yes, like, do a face <laughs> mask i can't remember the last time i did a face mask <laughs> yes do a face mask relax have a glass of wine listen yeah. to like I don't know, something. Slow jam. Yeah, a little slow jam. I yeah. love Erica Badu with a, a, a blunt and maybe just like put like my deep cleanser on and yes. I'm good for the night. That's what I need. It's just a night to myself. Yes. It's hard, especially living in New York. Yeah. It's very hard to sit in like in take solitude. The time. Yes. Like, because there's always people like hitting you up or just like. Just like Instagram and it's all these. always yeah. something. And I'm like, wait, like, I don't be having time to like. Relax. Relax and like be in my thoughts. And then when I do have the time to relax and be in my thoughts, I'm like, okay, wait, I'm not doing anything. I have to be doing something. Yeah. I have to like, I, I don't feel productive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, relax. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want to know too. Um. So speaking of like someone that also speaks a lot on Twitter about like team and teamwork and having a team, um, I think it's one of your friends, Serge. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So you have you guys have worked together. Mm-hmm. So tell me about like what y'all recently worked on. So um, with Serge, his last project. Um, well, I supported his last project with okay. um, what he was on with his Four Twenty event. And that was just an amazing experience to see, like, you know, just how everything came full circle. And, you know, I feel like for weed, it's an industry where people, like, you know, it's been illegal for so long. So people have a negative connotation of, like, oh, you're a weed smoker, like, you know, ill or whatever, like, it's contraband, all of this. Mm -hmm. And with the idea of, like, what he was bringing to it with this weed event was to bring a certain level of, like, class and etiquette to, like, um, the whole 420 movement. Right. And it doesn't have to be something like, oh, people who smoke weed are so lazy, or people who smoke weed don't do anything. You don't apply yourself. Like, no, I'm smoking weed because, bitch, I'm stressed. Yeah. I need to relax. And I feel like, again, taking the time for yourself to have that self-care, to relax and you know, take the necessary things you need to do just for yourself. Like, that's important. And with the event that he was trying to showcase was like that, like how we can take something that was, you know, negative or had whatever connotation to it, like Mm -hmm. to make it something positive. And I wanted to like help him make that come to life. And, you know, we did a photo shoot for um, 
Uh, I don't want to misquote. <laughs> Am I able to open this app? Um, you can. Because I definitely do not want to misquote the people. Before you say it, though, go back and then. Um, okay. You found it. Um. So, Honey Magazine, okay. who helped. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Honey Magazine! Shout out to you guys for making the um project happen. You know they were a sponsor for it. Um, love them. Yes. Um, it was such an amazing um partnership with them to allow us to like do a photo shoot and to express. You know, I was the stylist. Serge was the model. Um, we was able to come up with some looks and to like put everything like together and just to showcase like, you know, this is like art. This is a creative movement. Like, mm -hmm. let's utilize what we love to do. People smoke weed, whether you like to admit it or not. I'm pretty sure you know someone who smokes weed. Let's normalize it. Let's stop making it feel like, you know, it's such a taboo thing. Like, girl, mm -hmm. smoke a blunt, relax. Yeah. Have a good time. Feel lux about it. And the event just came out amazing. Like, it was just a well-polished, you know, well-thought-out theme. You know, there was mixed drinks with, like, infused, like, weed oh, wow. in it. And, you know, it was just like, you can do all of these things and still feel classy, still feel upscale, still feel, you know, I, I don't know. I just love luxury. Yeah. And no matter what I do, I'm going to make it feel luxe. Yeah. If I'm smoking a cigarette, I'm going to make it feel luxury. Yes. So that was the mission for the whole movement, and I'm glad we did it. I'm excited for more projects that we're going to have together. But shout out to Serge, because he's an amazing creative, mm -hmm. and his mind just works like... It, it's just... I don't know how he does it, but he's amazing. Yeah, so. yeah he is, definitely is um, like a leader. Yeah, well for sure in, leader. In the community, so shout Leo, out to Leo him. spirit. Shout yeah. out to Leo <laughs> Yeah, big Leo spirit. <laughs> big Leo spirit. <laughs> okay, so um, I want to know next, like, how would you describe, like, your wardrobe? Oh. I would say for me, I love things that are functional. Okay. I love, love being like functional like i need pockets i need like i don't know like i love streetwear mm -hmm. and i love the idea of like feeling comfortable i love the idea of like still feeling chic but like you know i can go anywhere in this outfit i can go from the grocery store to a club to you know a dinner I love an outfit like that, and that's what I do. Like, living in New York City, like, you yeah. don't know how your night is going to go. Yeah, you never know. You, you never be. know. So I need an outfit that's going to take me from A, B, C, D, and back to home. Yeah. So for me, like, I feel like my style is very, like, functional. Um, I love, fa like, I don't know. I love flashy things. People say, you know, I have, like, this bougie type of, like, aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't agree with that. But I don't know. I just, again, I just love luxury. I love fabrics. I love draping. I love how things, like, fall on my type of body. Like, I don't know. I'm tall. Like, I just, I, for me, like, I just know what works for me. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. So where can people, um, like, find you and, like, follow you? Um, 
it depends on the day. <laughs> Do you want to be found? <laughs> but um, yeah, y'all can follow me um, on Instagram at Navajo Malik. Yes. Um, shout out to the Navajo tribe because that is a part of like my family. Um, I have Navajo Indians in my tribe, so shout out to that. But yeah, you can follow me at Navajo Malik. Um, my Twitter is also the same, Navajo Malik. And, you know, if you guys do want the link to the OnlyFans, it's there. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> tap, tap, yes. subscribe. But other than that, like, yeah, that's you, where you guys can find me. Yeah. Do you have any, like, lasting words that you want to say to the people and your followers and your fans? Um, I would, I really just want to say, like, don't underestimate. Stop underestimating people. Stop putting people in, like... You know, the way you perceive people, that's all fine and well. But, like, stop putting people in boxes. Stop mm-hmm. limiting people to, like, what you want them to do. Yeah. For me, like, I love to, like, elevate. Like, I, looking at myself four years from now, even just a year or two years from now uh, before, like, I'm just like, wow, like, you have changed and you have elevated in so many different ways and, like, Continue to, like, be open to people elevating. Be open to, like, people changing. Because change is good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as you're changing for the better, like, of course, like, that's amazing. Um, but, yeah, like, don't limit people. Don't limit me. I feel like a lot of people try to, like, put me in, a, like, a box of, like, this is what we see as. This is what we want to keep yeah. you as. And it's like, bitch, no. No. Keep evolving. Yeah. Yes. Keep elevating. Keep evolving. So, Yes, that's a beautiful message. And y'all, thanks for tuning in. It's Tia Tia, and we out. Later. Bye. (laughs) Hey, yo, what's good, bro? I walk in like, hey, good luck. Best believe I keep an ear to the streets and an eye for the freaks. Ain't no telling what been happening in the sheets. This show hot like the pot been cooking. Coming to your talks if you out here pushing. Hey, and our fans and brands, they looking. You know who to call when you ready for a booking. Yeah.